Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And we're excited about our podcast for this week. And this week we're going to be interviewing a a full-time evangelist from Amber, Oklahoma, by the name of Ben Cheek. And uh, we appreciate him so much. And he's going to be coming and preaching for us before too long here at our church. And we're, we're just uh, excited about that, looking forward to that. And I'll just give you a little bit of a, a history on him. He is the son of our brother Russell Cheek, and Brother Russell Cheek uh, is the pastor of that Amber. Is that correct, Brother Ben? Yes, sir. And he uh, he was an evangelist for many years and uh, now is pastoring there. So I'm going to just ask a few questions here to Brother Cheek, and I'm going to let him just kind of take this and say whatever he feels like, whatever on, is on his heart. So... Uh, now, how old are you, Brother Chief? Uh, 22. 22. And you are married, correct? Yes, sir. Right. And you are a graduate of? Heritage Bible College in Savannah, Georgia. Heritage Bible College. That's a matter of fact, it's a great school, great college. And uh, anyone looking for a Bible college to go to, I would recommend them. I'm sure you would. Yes, 100%. Uh, it was uh, probably one of the most educational, spiritually educational experiences I've ever had in my life, other than just growing up around my dad. <laughs> right. But um, yes, sir, it was, yeah, they have, an, actually just came out with a new degree there that's for uh, the students that don't necessarily feel a call to a classroom or to the pulpit. It's actually a business degree, and it will be fully accredited within the next few years. So um, we're all looking forward to that. It's even tempted us to go back. Yeah, <laughs> Brother Ryan's listening, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might be panicking now. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. But, yeah, uh, that is a very good uh, uh, Bible school, and it's a great church. Uh, matter of fact, I have a grandson, um, Caleb Cornett, who uh, is living there. I don't know if you got to meet him or not, but he's going to uh, that church. And actually, he is uh, finishing up his, uh, what do they call that, the police academy. And uh, he's already been assigned uh, to be a police officer on Tybee Island, which is uh, yeah, close by. (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, I went and saw him last year, and and Brother Rawson had us to preach for him. And and, uh, that is a good church, a good man, and it's a good school. But... Uh, Brother Cheek is a, a full-time evangelist and uh, married and very, very uh, a fine young man. And like we said, I've known his parents and they, are, they have been uh, icons in our movement for some time and we really love them. So I want uh, uh, Brother Cheek to take, let me see here, about eight or ten minutes and just say whatever's on his heart and uh, just share with uh, our audience of PHT in the morning. 
Well, uh, I guess it's an honor to be here um, with Brother Miller at the church and on this podcast, but uh, I've just been thinking a lot about uh, praise, and this is something that Dad, I mean, he, he really put it into my head whenever I was younger. He said, he said, your praise or your worship is an estimate of what God is worth. It's, it's his worship. And um, I've tried to live that way, and I, it's, it's convicting if you think about it in that way because whenever somebody comes into church, if they were to estimate your estimation of God's worth based on your worship, then what, how great would your God be yes. to those folks? And uh, so I've tried to live my life on that, and I think about that word, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Whenever you magnify something, yes. you, you get, number one, it gets bigger in your, yes. in your estimation, and also, you look at more details that are ingrained in that thing. And I said, if you get a magnification, and, and do it. I'm telling yes. you, get a magnification uh, on, onto my life. Magnify my life, yes. and you'll see some things you probably don't like. I, I think that that goes for just about everybody, maybe especially for me. But, um, but if, whenever you start magnifying the Lord, whenever you start examining Him, the more and more you look, the closer you look, you get a microscope on him, and you won't find yes. anything that's not wonderful, excellent, marvelous. And, and, and he's—you'll he, find him to be faithful, true. And, and I can't describe to you. The more I magnify him, the more I lift him up, the more I praise him. And, and people tell me they say, "Well, isn't it charismatic to praise God whenever you don't feel no. like it?" And I said, "Well, he's worthy all the time. Whether right. I'm not here to worship Ben, I'm here to worship God." And I just want to remember to always give him the praise and the glory that he deserves and to magnify him in my, in my sight and in the eyes of others. Amen. That was wonderful, Brother Cheek. I really appreciate that, and I enjoyed that. And uh, like we said, we're looking forward to him coming and being with, with us in our church here in the very near future, next couple of weeks, and, and sharing the gospel with us. And I really, I really like... Uh, evangelist because when I started out that's what I was and me and my wife uh, started out really young we were full-time evangelists for about five five and a half years and we started uh, uh, 1969 and we went full-time in 1970 and since then brother Ben that's all I've done since since I think it was February of 1970 so you know, I don't, I don't regret any of it. Uh, there were some really great times, and then there were some times that's kind of um, not so great. <laughs> Trying to think of the best way to... It's not a paid vacation. Yeah, not a, not a paid vacation, exactly. And, you know, we had... Uh, God blessed us. It seemed like back then that uh, I told someone, they said, man, I heard you had a lot of great revivals. And I told them, I said, it seemed like then you could almost throw your Bible up on the platform, on the podium, and somebody gets saved. <laughs> and now it seems no matter how much you preach, how much you invite, it's harder and harder. And I think it's just the last days, don't you? Well, I would agree with that to some extent, but at the same time, I would say that there will be a great falling away. We yes. understand that scripture, but I believe that people recognize the signs of the times, and yes. I think that there's going to be a, a last day revival that's oh, yes. not necessarily just, you know, because we understand the last day started whenever the disciples yes. were there. That's whenever they started, but I think that God's still in the in the uh, revival business. Amen. Otherwise, why on earth would I be out here? You wouldn't be out there, <laughs> that's right. And that's exactly right. 
Amen. I'm, I'm just so glad to hear um, young men that's in their, uh, how old are you exactly? 22. 22 years old. There's a lot of things that he could be doing and talents that he could be using to promote himself. But instead, he's promoting Jesus Christ and trying to point them to Calvary and get folks to, uh, ultimately, his goal is to get folks uh, to uh, come to Christ and be saved. And I do believe that too, or I wouldn't have revivals. Right. I mean, this is something I pointed out in school because we had a personal evangelism class with uh, Brother Joe Salter. At least that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of what the class ended up taking a meeting on to me was uh, be a personal evangelist, you know. And, and a lot of times people use the word evangelist, you know, to just to describe anybody that's traveling around. Yes. And I said, I said, I felt more of a call to be a revivalist. Because yeah. I believe that, yes, every single Christian has the calling to go out there and be a witness unto, unto him, to all the nations, every creature, you know, and, and a lot of us have just forgot about it, you know. Yes. And it's easy to do. I'm not pointing no fingers because I've been guilty of it myself. But we find that in a lot of churches, people are just coming to church because that's what they're supposed to do. But rather, if I could just light that little, or maybe even just blow a little bit on that uh, burning ember, if you will, yes, that yes. they'll get that fire burning themselves, not not because I'm anything, but because they remember that God's given each and every single one of us a call. And I think that's what real revival is, is whenever the church gets revived enough to be able to go out there and do a work for Him, the entire church, not just us preachers. Yes. And that would be that would be a revival where people would start getting saved again because we would remember that we need to yes. get out there and go invite them back to church. Amen. So well said. Man, the more you talk, the more I can't wait to have you come preach for us. You may regret that. <laughs> I don't think so. Amen. But, you know, I, I like that. I like that way of thinking. And that's true. And thank God, I, don't, I do not believe the days of revival are over like some people teach. I do not believe that. And uh, so we, we do. We thank God for evangelists. I was, I was telling uh, uh, Brother Cheek here tonight, I have five full-time evangelists out of our church, and four of them was gone tonight, and the other one's leaving in the morning. <laughs> Start revival, so... You're the one that warned them I was preaching. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you what, it kind of... You know, honestly, there's times I think, oh, my Lord, you know, all these preachers are gone. It's making uh, the service hard for me, you know, or something. But but really, I don't feel that way either because thank God that they're out there and doing something for the Lord, winning souls, and I'm, I'm just so proud of all of them. And I'm proud of you, Brother Cheek. I really am. And uh, just appreciate him. And like I said, I appreciate his parents and uh, his home church. I was sharing a little story with him about uh, his home church where his father is the pastor. Uh, when my one of my granddaughters uh, was dating a young man from there, uh, Brother Jairus Dotson, and I asked my daughter, I said, where's this church at? She said, you probably never heard of it. I said, well, where, where is it at? Uh, well, you probably never heard of it. And I was, I was getting a little aggravated. I said, where is the church? And she said, well, it's in Amber, Oklahoma. I said, I preached revival there like almost 50 years ago for Brother Ross Waller. Come to find out, he was the great-grandfather, am I telling it right, of 
of Cheris Dotson, who is now by marriage my grandson. And uh, so it's a small world, Brother Cheekow. And I was telling you, first time I met your father, we was in a camp meeting together in Mobile, Alabama at the Allentown camp meeting. And I heard him sing. And uh, I, I loved him from that day on. What a, what a great singer and a great preacher. And from everything I hear, I haven't got a chance to be there, a very, very, very good pastor too. So I, I have been so thrilled to have and share Brother Ben uh, Cheat with our audience today. And if you're a pastor, you're listening to this podcast, I would recommend him to you. And uh, I think he'd be a blessing to you and to your church. So before we go off, we've got about two and a half minutes. You want to say anything, brother? Or? No, sure. I talk too much as it is. Okay. <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, I want to thank you all for listening in again today to PHT in the morning with Pastor David Miller. And I just pray you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of, of your week. And that is our prayer for you. So I pray God's blessings would be with you. And we will be with you again this same time next Monday. God bless.